good. So I have a request though. What's up? So um, I'm a big I'm a big hoarder of all stuff like my pictures. I have hella videos that I do head edits and stuff. So I would really like if you can send me like the file for this just so I can have on my hard drive. Like I have like two terabyte uh, yeah. hard drives that I just like to keep everything all, like just i'm really big on saving things perfect. so then i can like show my kids and perfect uh just look back on it so that's really i would cool. really want yeah the photo. i'll email that to you no problem that's almost why this podcast was conceived just about navigating me and hannah's early 20s just develop me developing as a young man her developing as a young woman trying to document see what works that way just like you're saying 20 years from now 30 years from now we can look back and go like, oh, that's crazy. Remember the Long Beach apartment that we were in? Like, remember this and that? Remember Kino? Remember like, you know what I mean? He crazy guy, this and that. Like, mm -hmm. it's beautiful. So like, I definitely want to get the cameras up, have all that in there. And like I said, I put it on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple, everything. So it's yeah. going to be up there for hopefully way longer than we're around. So yeah, it'll be the thing. But yeah, I'll definitely send that to you. Hey guys, right. welcome to another episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. We got a good one for you. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Chris. Hello, everybody. My name is Christian. Um, man, I know... Venture, you want me to call you Chris or Christian? You know what? I've been wrestling with that yeah. these past two years because I, I like being called Chris. Mm -hmm. but obviously, my name is Christian. Um, we, can, we can call him Chris. Let's All right, go with Chris. All right. Let's go with Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Where are you from? Man, um, I am from Carson. I'm from Carson, California. Um, I was born. I was born in Harbor City. Then um, my family we lived in. We lived in Carson. It was a full household. It was me, my mom, my aunt, my cousin, grandma, grandpa. So it was a it was a full house, full house. But like we were all able to make it happen, and it was it was a great experience. Honestly, like it was like we were never alone. Um, Cause in, and then I was able to have like a really good bond with my my grandma and my grandpa. I was with my cousin, so like we was just two little young knuckleheads, you know, just running around the neighborhood net, right? and stuff. So it was a really good, really good upbringing. I love, I love Carson, man. I that's love Carson. awesome. What did your parents do? Why were you guys in Harbor City? Um, I think that's just the hospital that it was just that that hospital that my mom my mom decided to go to. Um, uh, it was so really. Um, I only live with my mom. Okay. I only live with my mom, and then um, I had I kind of had I pretty much had like the mom during the week, dad on the weekends type of um dynamic going on. Um, I liked that too because it was like I got to experience some different stuff. So it was like during the week I'm with my mom. You know, because I was with her a lot, we would kind of like bump heads and sometimes, and then it's like, all right, now I can go to my dad's house. And his house was, you know, like the fun house. I get, yeah. you know, I have my PlayStation, PlayStation 2 over there. I get to, he's buying out food and we going to Dave and Buster's and stuff. So it was like, you know, I, I the best of both worlds, man, you know? Dude, so I spent most, a lot of my childhood in Vegas and obviously super high divorce rate out there. Maybe not now, but back then, you know, 10 years ago or so, the city wasn't blowing up like it is now. So a lot of my friends, I would say, let's say if I had five friends, three of them's parents were split home, you know, like going back and forth. Mm -hmm. I always used to think it was the coolest shit ever. I'd be like, two Christmases, <laughs> two birthdays, you know what I mean? Like, what is this? Yep. Mom and dad, man, y'all got to split. I don't know what to tell you, but this looks like... You know, it's it, that's on the surface, obviously, of like what was going on. But Definitely. I remember as a kid, you're like, wait a minute, what? 
you get double everything. But as I got older too, I did start to see some of the negatives as far as like feeling like a commodity instead of a person every Mm -hmm. once in a while, things like that. Did you ever feel that way? That is deep. That's deep. Um, We jumped right into it. I think, I think I had that same outlook on it when I was younger was, all right, in the morning, I'm with my mom. I'm with my mom's side of the family. So it's like, you know, I have, it was me and my three cousins. We like the four brothers, you know? So, you know, on Christmas day, we're having fun. We have breakfast in the morning and, you know, just having that family dynamic. And then at night I go to my dad's house or my dad's side of the family and his side of the family is even bigger. You know what I mean? Um, I, I enjoyed that as well. I would say that it started to kick in like the the really the toll it took it start really started to kick in maybe when I got to I think when I got to like middle school and high school and I I think I started to experience and see me, my mom and my dad kind of argue and stuff and it's like I'm sitting in the back just like is it me they're arguing about mm. is it like what is it and um just kind of backstory they never they never were like together since I was I've been born and um i've never i've never gave it much thought and i try not to because i never i don't like to let it get to me like that so that it might be affecting me on like a deeper level or something but for the most part i try not to give it too much thought yeah yeah and the thing is is like you're a compilation of all your past experiences right so it's like Mm -hmm. had certain things not panned out the way they did you might not be where you're at now right exactly that's the thing too is like i don't trip over stuff like that either just because maybe it doesn't fit into the generic kind of like outlook of what things should be exactly that shit's boring anyways like like i love hannah to death right her family picture perfect you know the whole thing this and that and i'm like no, no, my dad, no, nah, he beat the shit out of me this Christmas one time. Like, they, and then they'll be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no, he, I deserved it. But like, you know uh-huh. what I mean? He, uh-huh. he beat my ass that yeah. Christmas. It was a good one. Like, ha, ha, ha. And they're like, what? Like, you, you need help? And I'm like, no, me and my dad were cool. That's, that's my bud right yeah. there. What you talking about? Yeah. But it happens. You don't get it. They don't get it, you know? So yeah. it's yeah. one of those things where I just wanted to have you come on, man. Like, I've been obviously following you since, you know, we left Cerritos out there doing your thing, man. I see you went and made it happen over at UCLA, did your thing over there, right? Big accomplishment. What a a time. I think I'm really grateful for the way God has set everything up and the path that he has for me right now, Um, or in general. You know, getting going out of high school, I was really upset that I didn't get to, I didn't get to... I didn't get accepted into a four-year college. Mm-hmm. I applied to Long Beach. I'm over here getting told, like, Long Beach State is, like, a guarantee. Like, you should get in. Didn't get in. I didn't get in either. Didn't get in. So that, bro, like, and then I wanted to go to, like, Air- University of Arizona just to go out of state. Um, and then I was applying to, like, other four years and didn't get accepted into any of them. My grades aren't terrible. They weren't terrible. So I'm like, like, what? what is it? So it really took a, a, a shot to my ego, a shot to really just everything i felt like i worked for and stuff you didn't have nothing on your record or anything because asu man long beach and you're in in city too like you're within the little you know what is it guaranteed admissions man or let me correct that i did get into university of arizona but it was the tuition 
Oh, okay. It was gotcha. a, the tuition was an issue because it was out of state. So mm-hmm. that was the issue. Um, and so that was like definitely a no-go. And then, um, you know, my counselor's talking to me. Me and my counselor had a very good relationship. And she was just like, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Cerritos, there's nothing wrong with going to a, a community college. And I'm just like, but I'm in Avid. Like, everybody's getting accepted into these four years. Like, dang, I'm going to be the only one. And, I mean, you know, looking at it from, like, this standpoint, like, now I'm, like, I'm so grateful that I went to Cerritos because, you know, running track up, running track up there with you, like, we had amazing coaches, you know. Um, I, I had Coach Jones, and Coach Jones was just so grateful. I just um, saw Jones today, too, man. posted up in a golf cart, not doing no type of coaching, just making noise said, hey, what are you doing? He said, is that Venture? And, you know, I was dressed how I was dressed, too. He's like, is that Venture? Who is that over there? I was like, what's going on, Jones? Said, what you doing now? You know, I was like, hey, I'm I'm doing my thing over here with this finance thing. You know, mm-hmm. all right. See, I, I'm proud of you. Good job, mm-hmm. man. Wow. You know, stuff like that. But yeah. then went straight back to yell, excuse my seat or whatever. You know, what does he say? Like, excuse my, shaking hand, excuse my seat. It was like, I didn't, I didn't assume. I knew you weren't going to stand up. Like, that was the thing, right. too. It was like, it wasn't right. like, is he? No, I knew. I came over 100% knowing how this was going to go. He, he is hilarious, <laughs> man. He's so funny. But, yeah. like, I'm, I'm grateful God allowed me to meet him because... Those two years I was there, he he really took me under his wing, um, and it wasn't it wasn't just like he cared about my track performance. It wasn't that he was just like, you know, we gonna we gonna make sure your track stuff is right and blah 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 blah. Nah, he he really cared about my track, but he cared about my education more. He cared about my knowledge more, and it was like a challenge at the beginning when I first met him. He would he would challenge me on meaning of meanings of words and uh oh what is what is what does this mean or do you know do you know this historic event and he had me do a lot of research and would have me write write papers on certain events that he wanted me to know if i didn't know it he made me look it up he made me write something about it Mm -hmm. and he in the beginning it was a challenge man i'm like he's not doing this to nobody else on the team He's not taking no 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 time out for anybody else. So I'm like maybe at the beginning I felt like he was picking on me, but then I was really trying to then change my outlook on it. Was like all right, it it is obvious like now he because of like the first thing he told me to write is or to look up, it's like oh now I know what this means. Now I'm like seeing it in my everyday life. I'm like wait, I didn't even know this existed until he told me about it. Um and so stuff like even like lexicon. The word lexicon. I he he has said it and I'm like, what is what is what does that mean? He, we looked it up and we made our own definition of it. he made me write a sentence about it and stuff, and I'm like, dang, like now I know what this means. And uh, like I said, like I started listening to podcasts and started listening to interviews and I'm hearing people use lexicon. I'm like, wait, I just so tell me what lexicon means, because I know there's people listening that don't know yeah, either, yeah, yeah. and I don't even. I could put a, a guess out there, but what is it? Go yeah, ahead. Uh, lexicon is basically a it's a collection of knowledges that you can then apply apply to your life. It's oh, just I like a collection that. a collection of knowledges, and I just remember just from that point on, I just trusted like you know I I, I know he has my my best interests in mind, so let me like listen to him, 
And so he started help me, helping me with like essays for my English classes and stuff. And we had this like running joke where we'll be like around the other athletes and stuff. And we'll be like, he'll be like, look, you guys, there should be no reason why your grades are slipping. You guys need to come to study hall and do that. And if you guys need help, let me know. Like, just ask Christian. Like, I helped him with his essay. I think you got like a D minus or like an F on it, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 I got an F on it. He's like, so that was like the running joke, you know what I mean? But I'm going to say from a lot of people I've met, Coach Jones might be in the top five of having the, like the most knowledge and being able to articulate it and then also teach me. So I would say I would put him in my top five smartest people. That's most awesome. intelligent. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I like him. He's awesome. All all the coaches too. Ramos, Higgins, you know. Yeah. Rich, everybody. It's just it's one of those things where they're really preparing you or at least doing their best to prepare you to go professional in something other than track and field too. Because exactly. no matter how long you know, your career is, you could win, you know, 35, whatever. Michael Phelps at some point has to retire, you exactly. know? So it's like really cool to always have something to not fall back on, just like pivot and keep it moving, keep the mission, keep doing what you're doing. So exactly, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. What you been uh, getting into lately though? Mm. Um, you know what? Let's, let's finish the, the answer about uh, UCLA. Yeah. So oh, they, my bad. Yeah. No, no, I forgot. So, um, so, like I said, just real grateful for the time at Cerritos because it taught me a lot. And then, you know, I'm feeling my groove. I'm like, dang, like, you know, I'm, I graduated. I got my AA. Then it's time to start applying and uh, applying for to transfer. And so my some people at my church, my pastor at the time, Pastor Baylor, he he was, he just really spoke into my life and was like, man, you know what? We going to I think you, you you're about due to transfer, right? You know what? We have some people in in here who work at universities. We're gonna get you into we're gonna get you into UCLA. So he hooked me up with somebody. Somebody her name is Miss Tracy. Hooked me up with her. We we met up maybe every maybe like once a month and just talked about where I'm at, where I'm at with school. Hey, how how are we gonna get you into UCLA? All right, let's see what classes you can you need to take. What's your major gonna be? Stuff like that. And little and long behold, like. Right around time to transfer and apply and stuff, you know, getting that at first. First, I got accepted into UC Santa Barbara, so I'm showing my mom. I'm like, Mom, look, at, I got my, you know, my first acceptance into a four year, um, you know, versus when I got out of high school, didn't get none, right? So mm-hmm. my first one, I'm just, I'm excited. Then I, maybe the next day, I, I think I was watching like a basketball game, and I'm like going through my email, and I'm like, Wait, oh, you still like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. Oh, what did that feel like, man? It was very. I was really nervous, man. I, my heart was my heart was for sure racing, man. And I just remember just opening it up and just reading. I'm like, all right, first let me just read it all the way through just to make sure it, you know, they didn't slip something at the bottom of the page. But you got to do this or something, you know. Um, so I'm reading all the way through, and it just said, "Congratulations on your admission." And I'm like, I just ran down, ran downstairs to my mom. I'm like, mom. Like, look at this. I'm That's like, awesome. I'm flexing it. So you I'm, knew immediately because it said congratulations, I knew, right? I knew immediately, man. And from that point on, like, I just, I wore it on my sleeves. Like, I really was, like, going around, like, man, I'm going to UCLA. I'm putting on Snapchat. I'm putting on Instagram. Like, I'm just excited. And um, prior to that, there was actually an event called the Black Bruin Transfer Extravaganza where they they invite 
people who got accepted into UCLA, um, black people who got accepted into UCLA, and kind of was like a tour, a weekend tour, where first they, I think like first day it was, we meet with like a panel of UCLA students, and they're telling us about their experience, and then we get like a tour of the city, and and like the around like Westwood and stuff, and so it's like dang, like you know, you know, and we're meeting other people from up north, you know, Bay Area people out here, and it's just real cool. Like we're all just sharing this experience together, you know what I mean? And they even let people who were like out of state or up north, they let them stay in the dorms. Oh, that's so, cool. So like I said, first day was just like amazing. I had my boy, my boy Cody with me, and. Cause I just knew he was the person to bring, like, because he's real social. So I'm like, oh, bro, we we gotta go. So we go, and we're just meeting all these amazing people, man, amazing people. And second day, second day was actually better. It was again, we got the then we got the tour of the actual school, and that's when I first noticed, like, oh, this campus is not big, but you're walking like up hills, and there's so many stairs. If you're trying to get to this building, it's like you got to walk all – it, it, it's a small campus, but it feels big because of just all of the um, elevation and the you know, the hills and stuff. And then at night, they actually – the hosts of it were students. So, like, at night, they were like, hey, you guys, we're actually throwing a party in one of the apartments. So, if you all want to come through, y'all can come through um, and just have fun. So, we in the back of, like, an apartment building, and we're just – bro, just partying and partying with the other college students. And I, that's when I was just like, dang, like the black community here is just real, real cool. It's small, but it's real. It's just so, so like everybody's so tight because it's small. Everybody's cool with each other. And so from that point, I was just like, ma, I, I got to go. I got to go to UCLA. And the rest, the rest is history, man. Dude, that's super cool. And one of the cool parts about UCLA is that it's such a global brand. Like, I don't know. Have you have you traveled out of the country yet? Have you gone anywhere yet? I, I have, Do you have a passport? Have not, bro. So my girl is actually has been, she's been bugging me about getting my passport. And okay. I'm, I'm mad at myself that I don't have it yet, but well, it, I'm it's gonna in start, the works. I'm going to start bugging you about the passport, too, because uh, it's mandatory, man. You never know what opportunity is going to present itself. What's going to happen? The best ability is oftentimes availability, right? Exactly. So somebody hits you with this, 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 sorry, I can't even leave the States. Like, But one of the cool things about me going to, I've been to Sweden three times in the past year. Hannah's okay. been just dragging me out there, dragging. I, I fall in love with it more and more every time. It's a yeah. great place. The like Scandinavia itself is super lit and really dope, good people. Mm -hmm. But I walk into like an H&M or you know, some sort of a fashion thing, there's two things. There's the LA hats, right? Yeah. New York hats, yeah. UCLA, and maybe Harvard. Those mm. are, they know UCLA, they don't know shit about USC, no. No, no, definitely don't know about Long Beach State, know nothing. Uh, but it's always UCLA. I'll be like, "Do you have you been there? Do you know? No, I just I just know about that's that's the mecca. That's the place wow. to be. So wow. they have such an international presence that yes. like everybody knows. They associate like the dream of going to college in America is UCLA, UCLA. or it's like Harvard or Yale or yeah. something like that. But it's you know UCLA is the spot. So yeah, I I think I started to really take it in after I graduated from UCLA that like I'm a part of this a part of this bigger thing, this mm -hmm. bigger institution where I can go out. And so for my grad pictures, I actually bought a UCLA tie. 
And, oh, I remember that. That was and cool. And so, bro, I wear it out now, and people are just like, oh, my God, I love your tie. And it, it's a it's a conversation starter. Yeah. And people are just like, wow, you went to UCLA? I'm like, like yeah, man, this is amazing. Like, so, and, and you know, now I'm in the, in the, the rivalry with USC. So mm-hmm. if somebody's wearing a, a USC hat, I just, I like to play with them. Like, oh, nah, you know, it's, it's Bruins, you know, mm-hmm. Bruins gang and throwing on my fours or something. Yeah. And I, bro, I love it. I love it, man. That's cool. What did you major in there? What was your uh, path? Yeah, man. So I actually majored in sociology. Oh, okay. Majored in sociology. I actually started off as a social major at, back at Cerritos. I was talking to a teammate, Marquan. Um, and he actually, at first, because I knew I wanted to work with people. I love talking with people. I love just even just studying my interactions with people, all types of people, right? And so I just knew I wanted to do something with people, but I'm not trying to sit here and diagnose somebody for their problems. So, because then at first I was a psychology major. So I was like, but I know I, I took the intro class. I'm like, I know I don't want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with people's problems and diagnose them uh with this so then he told me he was like you know i'm I'm a social major and you know that's more dealing with just like the interaction and seeing um how society is and i'm like wait that's around around what i want to do so then i changed my major and since then bro i I fell in love with the major because it really covers all aspects of life education uh the family life like the home life um even just people and their and their problems, their experiences, things of just uh, e- economic equality, things, bro, just the whole spectrum. And I loved every, like, every class that I took of a social, social class, I loved, except learning about, like, the old social philosophers and, um, like, people like Marx. And just reading all of their stuff was, it was tough reading all of this stuff because mm-hmm. they they used a lot of language that we don't use today. Or it was just, even the vocabulary was very tough to, like, read because it's like, dang, I don't know this word. I got to look this up. And yeah. it, like, stops you from the reading. And the reading will be, like, man, maybe, like, 12 pages. And, you know, it's, like, the small, small print on a on a paper so it's like it's real bro it was just really tough and um it challenged me it challenged me and um i'm just really grateful that i was able to pick up the knowledge that i did and so now now i'm just now i'm just uh looking to now pursue what my my career my career aspirations are now yeah bro that's what's up i remember that theory class because i was a social major too over at long beach Oh, okay i remember that theory class that you taught classical sociology you know whatever the class is and i'm just like with marx and like durkheim and like all those other dudes and i'm like the cool part though is i did have some like chill professors yes the coolest thing that i did notice is i would say that the sociology professors i don't know if this is like a sort of a cultural thing like within the departments on all campuses Mm -hmm. they were very human very like it was a big difference if you take a science class and a teacher calls off it's like uh yeah no class canceled be back at whatever but the social should be like hey guys i'm having a headache or you know what i mean like i'm having i got a funeral to go to like actual real human pro like hey i make mistakes too sometimes like sorry i i messed up on your grades or something but if it's a science guy he's like no no that was your fault i i meant to you know what i mean like he'll stay he'll he'll dig in deeper if you're like hey bro this don't add up he's like well now you got a d instead of a c you know what i mean you're like bro chill like 
you know, you just work here, right? Like, come on, yeah. bro. You, you're a person too. Yeah. Just the ability. That's kind of what kept me interested in that whole major was just like the classes that I took. I noticed a drastic difference in like, oh, these are people. I like people. And even if I did get a bad grade, like the whole, there was just the whole group. If I went to office hours and took the effort to like argue or contest a grade, mm -hmm. usually they were willing to listen. Usually. And the whole major was basically like, there's no wrong answers technically. No, it's no. just like, put in the effort, you'll be all right. So exactly. That was dope. What line of work are you in or are you trying to get into right now? What's been going on with you? Yeah, so um, actually, it's been it's been a rocky road since I since I graduated, man. I'm not gonna lie. As I it think, should be, right? I think where where I'm at now, I, I I'm get I'm getting my footing back now. That's but when I so when I was attending UCLA, I actually worked at a Chick Fil A that was like right off campus, you know, just to keep some money in my pocket and whatnot. So, man, I love. I'm not gonna lie, I love that job because I ran, I ran that whole building, bro. I'm not even gonna lie, I ran that building. I took it with pride that like, all right, because I know people that I was hanging out with at school. I know they're gonna come to this Chick Fil A, so everything needs to be together. My team cannot be looking like slacking off, and we're leaving like the trash is dirty and stuff. So I took it with pride. Like, if I know people who I know are gonna come in, no, I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have this place straight. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, uh, you know, became manager and stuff, and was handling a lot of stuff and a lot of responsibilities that maybe I didn't see myself doing about four or five years ago and stuff but through that through all of that like I really started to grow and and really just challenged myself all right let me let me start being a leader let me start leading my team let me be an example so I'm like watching myself watching my moves because I'm like I know if I'm watching myself I know my team is watching so let me let me make sure I, I keep I keep I'm on my p's and q's and stuff and I really felt like I, I always tell, tell tell people like I felt like LeBron like even just setting up our, our sheet for the day of like what people were going to do. I, I made sure, man, you know, let me take into consideration all of their weaknesses, all of their strengths. Hey, I'm going to put you here for today. Mm. Boom. And every time, I'm going to say 95% of the time, it would work out. 95% yeah. of the time, it would be like where I put them. Oh, I knew it was gonna work You're out like that because I, I I knew you was gonna I knew you were gonna do your thing. I knew you was gonna do what I thought you were gonna do. And I always I'm always an encourager too. Where if they if I see them slacking, I I like to go over there and talk like hey like what's up like I know how you are as a worker. I know I know you're you're really good at what you do. You know it does look like you're slacking right now. You know like is everything okay? Um and I'm and I'm just trying to encourage them. I'm not trying to come at them as you're not doing your job. Like, why are you not doing your job? And look at what you're doing. Why you're not doing your job? You're messing the whole thing up. No, hey, like, I know you better than this. Like, I know you. You know, I've seen you. I've seen you at your best. Like, I know you can put a, a little bit more effort. Hey, if you need to go take a five minute, hey, that's no. I have no problem with that. But hey, I do. When we're on the clock, hey, I just, I just want your best effort because I'm, I'm, I'm putting in my best effort. You know what I mean? So I really took on that point guard role. Then from there, I, I then started to was like not start. I was not satisfied with my pay, man. I was not. Uh, I felt like I was worth a lot more, and especially with what I was putting into it. So I was like, all right, you know what? I think it's my time to depart from this. And so I left. And then I got into this consulting job uh, for. Um, it was called. Maybe I'm not gonna put the the business name out there, but basically we were consulting with AT and T and helping okay. helping them 
helping them uh, sell their products. You know, Wi Fi, phone, cable. So, the thing about that was it was door to door. That was a challenge, man. I'm not gonna lie, because really, you you you're doing you're you're on your own time. Like we would meet up at ten o'clock in the morning, and we would kind of like meet as a whole team, help each other with our pitch, um, help each other with our with uh, keeping down the the pricing in our head. You know what I mean? And just studying all of that. And then at like one or two, we would then go out on the field, the field which was like the neighborhood we were mm-hmm. supposed to go in. Then we would go knock on knock on doors, man. And it was very it was very tough in the beginning because it's like, all right, I don't know the script that well. So I'm like, knock on the door, person opens the door, like, what? What do you want? Yeah. Oh, snap, that was not how I expected you to open that door. So now my whole routine, the the script is out my head. I'm over here stuttering. Thankfully, my trainer would be there, you know what I mean? And so he would take over, but I'm like, do you need cable? Or no, do you need cable? Yes or no? Like, and so, you know, I would say maybe after a week, that's when I got like the script down, I got the pricing down. So then at that point, it was really trying to just close out the deals and stuff. And I'm not gonna lie, that was, I struggled with that because I would like break it down to them, like, hey, you have Spectrum, Spectrum is, is, you know, screwing you over with your prices, with your, your bill and stuff. With AT&T, I'm showing them the numbers like you would be saving this much this we have a we have a way better internet plan we have better internet period you know no nah, I think I'm gonna stick with spectrum because you know spectrum man they just been good to me I'm like but you you saw that I just been said good to me yeah I just, you just saw that I would you would save this much with AT&T but you're willing to stick with you're okay with paying this much for spectrum yeah you know I just don't feel like changing anything around. And I, I would get frustrated, bro. And I think that's what it was. It, and I would be with some people who knew, man, I knew I would just would be with some people who just had it down. I would see them. It would almost look like, looking from the side, like, it would almost look like they brainwashed them or they just, like, played some mind trick where they just somehow got the person to be like, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Let me go get my card. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'll just be sitting there in awe, bro. Like, how did he how did he turn this to this to a benefit of him closing out the deal and so um after that i'm I'm gonna be honest maybe i lasted maybe a month doing that yeah i I mean dude it's a the good thing is you develop a thick skin doing that right and bro door-to-door sales is now bro i can get a fucking refrigerator here tomorrow with the touch of a button like door-to-door that is so dead and i'm telling you right now the amount of hate that i have if somebody were to knock on my door right now and i'm sitting down comfy you know drinking a lemonade watching joe rogan or whatever chilling i'm like the fuck do they want i don't even bro if you knocked on my door i'm still like bro he's here like just the inconvenience like i gotta go get him now like that's how i feel so somebody i don't know i hey i wish ill will on that person and 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 you know i think with a job like that i just started to even evaluate it as a whole what what they do a good job of is tying in your personal life, your personal achievements and stuff, or where you are in life, to your performance on the job. So, say if you're performing low on the job, man, you need to read. You need to read a 
a, a life enhancing book. You need to read a book that is going to help you build your character, help you build your discipline, whatever. And so they did a very good job of, all right, if you're not performing good, you're at a low point in your life right now. And you need to start reading books that are going to help you build your character, help you build every, your confidence, all of that. Right. And I, I, I don't like that approach because no, no, no. I know I'm good. I know I'm. I know my life is good. I know I'm good inside. There's no way you're gonna tie my performance in this job to where I'm at in my life. Like I, uh-huh. that's what I didn't mess with. But I did mess with just the the building up of people. Like everybody in there, they're looking. They they want you to be your best person. They want to see you develop as a person and everything. So I I could appreciate that. But I did notice, like, that is one thing they do is tie those two together. If you're not doing good on the job, you're not doing good in life. And so from there, from so now I'm trying to, I took my CBEST test mm-hmm. um, so I can start doing sub work. And so cool. I just applied, I just applied to my old school district. They, they, I had my interview. They, they, they emailed me the next day. Hey, we're going to just go through and uh, continue on with the process are of you, hiring. Are you looking, are you aspiring to become like a teacher? Or so, just are you subbing right now or what? I want to, so I'm going to start subbing for right now um, just so I can get into a district, get familiar with the district. The, uh, the district can get familiar with me. And then eventually I do want to be, become an academic counselor. Oh, that would be awesome. Academic counselor. I was really inspired by my high school counselor because like I said, me and her had a very good relationship and I just knew what her job entailed. And I was like, you know, what? I love working with kids. I want to see the best for kids and their future and stuff and what they're going to do post high school. And, and I do care about their grades and the knowledge and everything that they're going to, that they have or that they can get and um, obtain. So I'm like, you know, what? that's what I want to do. I want to be a person that is responsible for their, their future. Essentially. I want to do that. I love working with kids and seeing, seeing them grow to the, to their best potential. Dude, and so, that's such a good idea. Um, two things. Every counselor I had except for one was dog shit. Yeah. I'm talking, dude, I went to three different high schools, you know, several middle schools, elementary schools. Every one of those goddamn counselors sucked dog shit. Mm. All right. Mm. I you like I just never really thought about it until you thought of it. They're so dude. There, if there's only three counselors in a school with like three thousand kids, what the? There's a fucking problem. You see, now that I'm thinking about it, like I went to West High, there's really only like three or four counselors in the whole wow. school, bro. You got a 10x that. There's got to be 40 counselors. There should honestly, mm-hmm. over at UCLA or Long Beach, there should be a hundred or hundreds of. You should honestly have somebody that's there dedicating time, checking in with you. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not saying on a daily basis, but maybe once a month. Yeah. If you got a, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Now I get like, you, that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm looking back, just knowing what classes to take was vital and being on track, doing all that, exactly. dude. That's almost more important than all the principals, all the this, that, all those other fucking administrators that aren't doing nothing. Bro, mm-hmm. it's a school. Mm-hmm. What are we doing this year? The same thing we did last year. Exactly. All right. Like, I don't exactly. know why we're having these meetings. Like, we don't know what's going on. It's the holidays are coming up. We're doing the same <laughs> shit we were doing last year. How about we get some more counselors in here exactly. and really ask, hey, how you doing? You doing all right? Mm-hmm. What about this class? What about that? All right. What are your interests? Let's do, bro, that's a great idea. We yeah, need bro. way more like guidance counselors. Yeah, bro, and and I think even when even when I say that, if like, oh, I want to be a counselor, people think like, oh, uh, like a therapist type, and I'm like, no, 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 this specifically is 
academic counselor, academic mm-hmm. counselor. And um, I think my, my, my high school counselor had a very big impact, but it was also seeing the lack or the students that, that, that were in my class and stuff. I would see that like, man, they just, I don't know if it's because she was a woman, maybe, maybe she didn't put in the effort to reach out to them, but I just saw so many students, even just my freshman year, who were just okay with going to like, it was called uh, Tracy High School, which was like, if you're behind on credits, they're sending you there so you can make up your credits. It was Sherry in my district. Yeah. So, so kids were like, okay with going. I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, is, what is it? And so I just, then I was just inspired, inspired and I knew like, man, if I was a counselor, like I, I feel like I would do more to help kids not feel like, let me just go there so I can take a break. Yeah. just have my fun or be with the be with the other homies or something like nah like let me I, come to my office let me talk to you like what's real what's the real issue dude if you really think about it too increasing the guidance in the school would take pressure off the teachers too so now the teachers aren't stressing up they can focus on their job as far as educating trying to keep kids you know in line and that way they're not worried about you know because yeah you really the teacher you are a guidance counselor too so it'd yeah. be nice if there was a office they could go to that you could help send them to that's a good idea man i want to open up a school one day yeah uh, really yeah i'm not going to be teaching i'm not going to be doing a timeout <laughs> I'll, I'll write a check yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i yeah. will oversee you know i'll put people in positions experts by no means do i try <laughs> i don't know shit about running a school but i would like a space I like more options. Yeah. Never has someone had more options and it's been a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, school didn't have enough options for guys like you and me as far as like, like we're talking about with books, like we're talking about with just like people, guys like me aren't supposed to be inside sitting in a chair. You got right. five minutes. Right. Chris, you got five good minutes. If you're not saying something funny in the first three, you got you got three. All right. You yeah. better figure it out. Just dudes like me just sitting in the class, like, ah, it's too much, man. I need something to where I'm not saying we gotta be outside the whole time, but we gotta be moving around. We gotta be yeah. interacting. We gotta just the idea of I'm an entrepreneur, man. Thoroughbred yeah. from birth. Like that's the way God made my brain. Mm-hmm. The idea that I'm sitting with 30 other kids and you don't want me collaborating with with the people. You don't mm. want me amongst the people. Yeah. Stop talking venture. Listen, venture. Yeah. Did it, what you talking about? No, I know my I know it. I I, I read up on it. I read ahead. Yeah. Oh no, be quiet. Go to the principal. What? Mm. You know what I mean? Just mm. stuff like that. Just like, come on now. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We're taking a test, but where in life are you never going to be able to pull out a calculator? I'm in finance, and I pull out the fucking calculator every... When you have a meeting with me, you're going to see me go, oh, hold on, let me run this number real quick to double check to make sure I'm not fucking up your bank account or something like that. But in ninth grade, Algebra 1, you're telling me I can't use this cal... Get out of here with that, bro. Something's a little shady. Something's behind the curtain I got to get. But that's what my school would be like. No, dude, just be resourceful. Do your thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's about, bro. I wanted to, by the way, too, I'm not texting. I just have notes that I'm taking oh, over no, here, I too. Oh, no, I know this, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me about your girlfriend. You in a relationship? Yes, what yes. is it? Or is it something you want to keep on the low? Maybe you're not public about it. Maybe you got some other girls in different <laughs> area code. What, what's going on, man? <laughs> no, nah, definitely not. What um, you got I am, I am a, uh, a low-key guy because okay. even, like, on my social media, I don't, like, I don't like tagging her because, no problem. look, hey, 
my 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 girl is beautiful. Like, yeah. hey, I'm blessed to have her. You know what I mean? And I know for a second, if I attack her, I know other dudes will try and all that. I'm like, man, if I can avoid that at all costs, I'm I'm gonna avoid that. Okay, I'll post her and stuff, but I'm not. Nah, y'all not gonna figure out who it is. But, um, man, we met. So the the event that I was telling you about, uh, BBTE, the uh-huh. Black Black Bruin Transfer Extravaganza. So we at we're at the party, right? And, you know, we're having fun. I'm with, I'm with my boy, Cody, and stuff. And then the party gets shut down. Like, the cops come. And, oh, you know, just, the just, you know, they, they're not, like, oh, pulling out their guns. Hey, what are y'all doing? They're just, hey, y'all, y'all got to go. Y'all too loud. And so we, we're all walking out. And I see her. I see her. I'm like, wait. I had a double back. I was like, hey, what's, you know, I started spinning my game started and stuff. Her and up, then, huh? I like that. You then, were closing. <laughs> You're a closer over here. Some <laughs> people wouldn't have did that, man. I like that. Bro, bro I, I knew. First sight. I, first sight, I knew, bro. That's great. First sight, I knew. So I went over, talked to her, and then it was like, bro, it's really like a movie thing. Like, for some reason, we got split apart, right? So I go off with some other people, and then I see her later that night, and then... um. We don't we don't talk or anything, but we just see each other from a distance. And so, like I said, she's staying she's staying on the on the campus for that weekend because she's from up north. So she, they have her in a dorm room and stuff with other people that were from up north. And so the next day, I was like, bro, I, I can't believe I didn't get her number, bro. So then I saw I followed somebody that was from up north on Twitter, so, and I, I I was like, nah, I'm I'm gonna find her. Went through went through the dude's followings and stuff because I'm like I'm sure they all exchanged their information. Went through his following, found her. I was like, oh, bet. So um, then I followed her. She, she liking my stuff. I'm liking her stuff. And then I just hit her up. I'm like, hey, you you read the Black Bruin thing, right? Yeah, I was. Bro, from there, literally that whole summer, that whole summer before we even went to UCLA, like we would talk. Every day, bro. Talk every day. And so that's what's up, man. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I'm taking that title of closer back. You closed, but <laughs> hey, bro, had somebody else been there and got the digits right? Had I been there and got hey, the digits, man. You know, it, it wouldn't have <laughs> hey, number one rule in my business, man, is what do you do? You get your first meeting, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do? You don't leave that first meeting until you get what? Nah, follow up meeting, right? right. That's one on one, right there, my boy. You're right, but not. I think. What if she ain't have a Twitter? You just would have been. She could have been a ghost. Nah, it would have. It would have happened, bro. Okay, you're right. It would have happened. I know. I know for a fact. Like it would. It would have happened, bro. God would have. God would have made that happen, bro. Because I really feel like. Um, and I feel like maybe guys would be afraid to say this, but like I truly think God like. Destiny, uh, you know, it was our destiny to like meet meet That's each awesome. other, meet each other, bro. And we're real heavy on our 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 relationship with God, so we be praying with each other, you know. Um, we're just really, just really big on that that aspect on a more spiritual level. Like, hey, we're more spiritually inclined with each other. We understand where each other is at and stuff. And so, hey, all through our UCLA experience, there our two years there. I'm not gonna lie, it was. I'm not really big on relationships. Um, my my mom and like I said, my mom and my dad were never together, so I don't have that firsthand example of like what a relationship looks like, what it looks like for a man to like take care of his woman, and you know sometimes having to submit to your woman and be real, you know, cuddly with your girl and stuff yeah. like. So it was really hard for me at the beginning because she's the total opposite. She's all about that affection and loving and doing love action for each other and. I, 
it was hard for me to grow into that. I think I'm still growing in that. But um, she, she, like I said, she's opposite of me. And so, you know, I, nonetheless, like, I'm really grateful for where where we're at. It hasn't been the most, you know, the most smoothest road ever for our relationship. We had some up and downs. We even had some splitting apart and stuff. But I even think through that splitting apart, I was able to grow. I was able to then see, even that it, during that splitting apart, it was heavy on my mind. Like, dang, like it's gonna be real tough to find another one, bro. And it was like, it's really hard. It's gonna be really hard to find one. And I was okay with being alone for however long it was gonna be until I find it. But I knew, like, like I said, I knew God wanted me and her to be together. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna chill. I'm just gonna chill during the split apart, man, and just focus on me. And that's exactly what happened. And thank God we we rekindled. We were back together. And so now we're you know, talking about life and stuff and really just really like starting to talk about our like our future together and what that's going to look like. So we, we're on a whole whole different path. And I think because we graduated, we're more on like a more mature outlook on our relationship. now. That's it, man. Um, me and Hannah, I don't know, man, we're five years plus in the game. We, we've been we've been together a while and it's really cool to be this young and this sort of like deep into something like that. Yeah. You talk about vulnerability. That's been one of the number one things that I've learned from Hannah is a patience, a different type of patience. I was a like, you know, no, I'll practice seven days a week for that one fucking play. That mm -hmm. one, when we're going to be, we're going to wait for it. I'm going to wait for that opportunity. If I'm on a wrestling mat, it's going to present one opportunity. Oh, he dropped his knee. There mm. it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. With Hannah. It's just the ability to absolutely be doing nothing, to relax. Yes. I was never relaxed. Yes. I, before I met Hannah, it was zero change. If I was relaxed, I was soft. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I couldn't get caught soft. But the thing was is what is the point of being this uh, aggressive? What is the point of being this talented, let's say, if, if in emergencies, let's say, if I'm not able to relax? You know what I yeah. mean? There's no point in having an emergency plan if, you know what I mean, like you're never able to be like, oh, yeah, no, let's just take a day off. It's all good. Like relax, yeah. recover. That's right. a big thing. Right. So what what have you learned as far as vulnerability goes? Anything like yeah. that? I, I've learned that it's a big aspect in a relationship and it's really important because if you're not, if you're not opening up to your girl, like at some point, at some point she's going to become dissatisfied because she she then is putting in all of this effort she's being so vulnerable and stuff and it's like it would almost be like a one-sided relationship and eventually a, a, a woman is going to become is going to grow bored of that or she's going to just grow dissatisfied with that and it may even put you in a scenario where it's like all right if you're not going to open up like this is not what i want you know what i mean and so it took it, it's it's still a challenge, bro. Like like you said, I don't like to get caught lacking, bro. Like I don't know why I have this in my mind that I feel like someone like like I don't know why this is, bro. Like I don't I don't know, but I feel like what I share with her, those deep stuff that I share with her, I feel like someday for some reason she's gonna take that information, whatever I told her. Hey, I'm not anything anybody important, but I just feel like. What she will take, what she what she learned about me, what I told her, she will take that and like, 
expose me or like you know start sharing it or start taking screenshots and just put me out there and you know that's some stuff that I like I just that's just a personal maybe like fear or because I seen I see it on Twitter and stuff or I yeah. see it on Instagram and it don't it doesn't help that I see that consistently on social media and stuff and so um you know, I'm just really growing and being more vulnerable with her. And and it's like, you know, if it, if there's anybody to be vulnerable with, it's it should be with the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. You know what I mean? I feel that, man. And kind of a funny thing that I realized with Hannah is, uh, let's say you're going to jump on top of me, right? I don't know. You just randomly attacked me, right? Yeah. What is the point of training as hard as we train to be in the physical shape that you're in if in moments it's just it's a switch like it is it's always there it's not going anywhere right now I'm very relaxed if someone right. were to bust through that door right now I'd get up and have a problem yeah. and and that pro I'd be able to take care of that problem for sure there's no reason for me to sit here and absolutely be like shit I think someone when when are they coming through when are they coming mm -hmm. and it never happens never now happens. I've just been tense for the whole time that's Kino's job. <laughs> right, right, right. That, so now I've given him that entire, he can have all that. And now I just go, oh, somebody's here? Go ahead and check that out. Go ahead. Go check him out. Let me know. I need a full report. And he comes back with a full report every time. Hey, man, this dude came in. He was about 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, yeah. I don't know, man. He looked lengthy. Here's the strengths. Here's the weaknesses. This mm -hmm. is, all right, man, let me know. If you hear something, come through the, like, you, the you already know. He's already yeah. in there, like. I don't know this guy too well. Yeah. We're gonna see. If, hey, let, I'll come through this door if you need to. But it like the vulnerability, especially like going over to Sweden, man, or just getting out of your environment. The second I stepped off the plane, you and I are always have our head on a swivel. For sure, it's a cool thing. We're all one hundred percent. It's just something we don't control. It's just something that we go there. It's one of the few places I've actually ever relaxed. As far as like that thing, it, it went away. I don't understand what happened, but like it's like take it off your sleeve. Take the shirt off and put it over here because oh, there's man. no data that goes, this place might get shot up right now. Let me not sit wow. by the window. There's no data that goes like, hey, let me look over my, someone might come stab me right now. I'm on wow. a train right now. Let me hold on now. Yeah. None of that. It's just a lot of happiness, a lot of, so if there's no data and this, this building has never been shot up once, mm -hmm. why am I going to sit here and just all of a sudden be on edge the whole time? No, I'm good. I'm safe. It's all good. So right. it's just a crazy I think thought. That's, I think that's like, it, it, it is, it's gotta be like a States thing. Like in, in, here in the U S like, mm -hmm. especially like out here in LA or Long Beach or whatever. Like I, bro, my whole life I've had, I've been, I've even been taught like, nah, Hey, make sure you make sure you check your surroundings or, you know, always keep your head on a swivel, you know, I, and it's a personal thing. I don't like sitting with my back to the door. Like yeah. I always make sure, you know, watch out whoever's coming in and out and stuff. But I, I, I'm, I would say I'm yet to experience that feeling of taking off that shirt and yeah. just relaxing, man. And, I, you know I'm striving for that, and I know it's coming one day where I'll get to experience that. I know that I know that's gonna happen sometime in my life, and and that's why my bro, like my overall goal in life, I do want to move out of the country, man. Like that would be cool. That is that is something I'm striving to do. Any ideas? Any destinations? What's like a top five place that's in your head that you just dreaming about? What do you think? What are some I, I places? I would say I would say for sure, like I would want to. This has always been a, a place where I wanted to go. I really want to go to Italy, man. Oh, that'd be cool. I've not, I have just only what I've heard about Italy, and it's like I love pizza, bro. So yeah. <laughs> that's like the generic <laughs> thing to say. But like, no, I really would want to 
experience what that Italian life is like and like what it's like out there. Um, Did you watch White Lotus? No. Oh, bro, you got that's what you're doing when you go home tonight, bro. Okay. Put on like season two of White Lotus, man. What is it on? Uh, White Lotus might be on HBO Max for sure, for sure, or Hulu, something like that. For but sure. yeah, White Lotus, bro, top five show. I would say like in the modern era, Ooh, like of the past wow. few years. Yeah. yeah, bro. Just the way that he spins, you don't predict what's happening. Like a lot of shows are like, oh, I get it. No, this dude is like. <laughs> I ain't gonna ruin nothing for you, but it's okay, just, for sure. bro. It's just like, all right, just one thing, bro, is you'll just be like watching somebody surfing and mm-hmm. doing their thing. They crash surfing, and then it cuts to like two dudes fucking each other in the ass or something like that. Like it, it, it's like, wait a minute, hold on, pause. What happened? Like, oh, <laughs> but it's snap. really well done. Like yeah. you're into it. It's like super good. You watch White Lotus. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm gonna watch it, bro. I'm yeah. gonna watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know how I like it, man. So Italy, um, Italy. And then maybe I'm gonna say one more because I don't have yeah. I don't have a five, but I always say maybe I always say you know I'm not gonna say a specific country. I always tell people I want to live somewhere near the equator. Oh yeah, just somewhere, bro. I don't like I I dislike I have a strong disdain for um, cold weather, bro. I cannot <laughs> I can't do cold weather. I don't like rain. I don't like hella storms and stuff. No, just give me the heat and I I'm good. Yeah, bro. I'm good. So somewhere near the equator, bro. Dude, I'm with that. That's that's what's up. I wanted to talk about. It's so funny that you ran a Chick Fil A because we've had a guest on Denilson. He's my boy. He mm-hmm. went to Long Beach. Uh, he ran a Chick Fil A okay. as well. Yeah, I forget which city. I think somewhere out in Santa Ana, he was yeah. doing it. But he's got like stories that it Chick Fil A is a world, huh? Like it's its own little beast. Oh my gosh, Here's my bro. thing, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Yes. I'm gonna say it to your face. Yes. Chick-fil-A ain't even in the realm for me because I'm going to Cane's every time. Like Okay, wait, 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 wait. So the Cane's chicken sandwich? Uh no, no, no. Okay. Oh no. So this is what I'm talking about okay. though. This is my only beef for the price of now, you know, things may have changed over the past few months. You, yeah. you saw everything done shot up. Bro, so at this uh, point at this point, it's a hundred dollars for everything. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So what I'm saying, dude, is like ever since high school, uh Chick-fil-A just never got it done for me because I'd have to order a minimum of two meals. Mm-hmm. We're coming after practice. We're coming. Facts. You know what I'm talking like, Facts. you know, right, let me get two chickens out. Let me get this and that. I can't pig out because my fucking total is like 20s, high 20s. And I'm like, yep. yo, what is it? I want a cookie. Now I'm in the 30s. Now it's like, I might as well have sat down at somebody. You take right. a girl to eat over at Chick-fil-A that you might, you better really like this girl, yes, right? yes. I get a Caniac, I throw some extra toast on it, blah, blah, blah. Back in high school, bro, I was good. Like, mm-hmm. that was that was a lot of fingers to yes, be putting bro. down. Yes, bro. What do you got for me? So, I think, so, with with the whole rivalry or battle between Canes and Chick-fil-A, I'm going to for sure say, I'm a, I, I, bro, I love Canes. I love raising Canes, man. Like you said, back in high school, bro, that was, like, the go-to, hey, so, hey, one of one of my friends. Hey, let's somebody gotta find a ride to Canes. Hey, if we gotta take an Uber, we gonna take an Uber. Hey, after the football game, hey, we gonna hit up at Canes, bro. I used to be able to get Caniac combos and finish it like nothing. Now I'm like, bro, I get the three finger combo. I'm solid, bro. Uh-huh. Solid. Have you ever had the butter on both sides for the toast? Oh, you can do that. That's an oh, option. Bro, oh, that might so, be too so, much, my bro. Guy, so you really? haven't, so you haven't, you haven't had the full my Canes bad. experience, I'm not a bro. I'm sorry. Like you. I'm so- I will say I am an OG in the Canes game, though. Since like you know when they started going national, maybe yeah. 2008, 
eight nine yeah. era. That, uh, that's my so original. I know you said you were in Vegas. Uh-huh. So they had it. They had it there. They had it out there like early, back, early. Okay, because mm-hmm. I think it. I think it maybe I first saw Canes maybe in twenty. I might say fifteen or sixteen. Oh no, man, you got to go way back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm new to the game. And then right, right out front of the premium outlets, bro. That Canes location has been there since like two thousand. 12 wow. at least something like that like wow, hey yeah. when when we had the big boxes too like when they mm. used to before they went corporate bro they used yeah. to slap oh yeah you want two extra fingers is what like they used to just what? bro that box used to be so full of fries and fingers you could barely even close wow, it like wow. that was before it didn't even say canes on the box nothing it was just like legit like orders up here yeah. you go wow i like that man but um chick-fil-a man it was i would say chick-fil-a like you said the price is just it gets too much, bro. It gets too much. Mm-hmm. But my experience there, man, it was, uh, bro. I could say I could sit here and say I really love that job because it. Really... Well, I'm talking about the food, bro. Oh, I don't care about, the... about you. I'm talking about the food. Is you got some secrets that I should know that maybe might help my experience, or am I just all right? Take the hundred dollars and give me my nah. one chicken sandwich with some. Soggy fries every once in a while. You I, know what I mean? The sauce is fire. Though. I will say though. First off, the breakfast is really good. I don't know if you've ever had the breakfast. I've had those little biscuit uh, chicken the, sandwiches. The chicken those minis. are fire. The chicken minis are yeah. they're, they're okay. Um, I would say I what I get. I usually get the the biscuit with sausage, sausage egg, and then I also put bacon on there as well. You gotta have you gotta okay. have bacon and sausage. But in terms of like the lunch and dinner stuff, I would say the only thing that can maybe enhance the experience is getting your fries well done. Oh, okay. Fries yeah, well you done. Yeah, you can do fries well done. And back in my West, uh, out there in near UCLA, um, the Westwood location, you can actually get the, the chicken well done on the sandwich as well. And okay. so it would come out more, a, a bit more crispier, you know what I mean? I like that. A little bit more crispier. And so that, I would say, that is probably the only enhancement. Okay. That, that would maybe enhance your experience. But I wouldn't say Chick-fil-A is up there for me either, though. Yeah, because nah. like I'm, if we're cruising, bro, you already know we're our in and out. You know, mm-hmm. maybe a Canes, bro. You hit up maybe like a Del Taco. You know, like those are some good spots. Five Guys, bro. Chronic Tacos. You know right. what I mean, bro? Right. Like there's just too many. Just on the PCH alone mm-hmm. to go. I'm gonna go out of my way. I'm gonna go past all five of these <laughs> big hitters, these <laughs> Hall of Famers, to right. pick up Chick Fil A who don't even work on Sundays. Bro. Like you can't bro. even consistently rely on it mm. that don't make any sense to me yeah just chick-fil-a like i said chick-fil-a is not up there for me man it one thing i will say i do really like their spicy chicken sandwich because even though it's a, a white ran uh, organization or you know company or whatever like they see the hell out that their chicken, spicy huh? sandwich can get spicy bro uh like surprisingly you know sometimes it's like, oh you know i don't think this is seasoned enough or it, this really has no heat to it nah there's times where I like, you know, my nose will start running a little bit, my mouth. All right, let me get some water. <laughs> you know, a, a, just a little bit, but bro, besides that, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not too excited about the menu. Hey, have either. you te- checked out Dave's Hot Chicken? Oh, bro, you're on. I, yeah. I, 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 I like Dave's, bro. They just opened up a week ago, two week within the last two weeks over there on Second. Yeah, Second Street oh, over there. Yeah. Um, I had it for the first time. I really fucked with it because I didn't realize it was such a new company. Like I yes. think they started, I don't know, within the past like several years or so yes. on like a stand. Mm-hmm. Now they're on their like fifth location, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, bro, this is good. Like fries, 
good. That's how I like my fries. You, mm-hmm. you know, you dunk it in the ketchup, you get some good potato, like it's chewy, and then you can check your heat level. Yeah, and like I'm not that hot, but I'll take a, you know, I'll take some kick and yeah, just yeah, call yeah. it a day. Oh, so. I, I love hot. I love like spicy, bro. I oh, love spicy. I like the challenge of it, but I just remember the first time I got put onto it. It was my homie Eric Damari and my homie Kyle, I believe, and my homie Ignacio. We back in high school. My homie Eric had a car, had a whip. It was like the OG whip, bro. It was like a SUV. It can sit, it can seat maybe like six, seven people. And like what we would do is we would all meet up at this corner spot, my old elementary school. That was kind of like our meetup spot because the homies lived near or on that street over there by my old elementary school. So we would meet up there. That was the meeting spot. So we all get in his whip. Hey, like we would like, like hot box the whip and stuff yeah. and bro just enjoy the night man and they was like hey bro we should go to we should go to like um out in la and get dave's hot chicken i'm like dave's hot chicken what bro trust me like hey we're gonna go to dave's so we go bro when i get there line is like low-key around the corner bro i'm like dang dave's okay so it must be good if all these people are waiting in line so get my food i think i get the two sliders and stuff and that was a lot. And those of food, aren't even bro. sliders; those are two those certified are, sandwiches. That's a that lot of food. You. Yeah, I don't know how people get two, but anyways, like I think during that time though, especially because I was high, bro, I was like, <laughs> I was able to get eat the two, but I was like, bro, this is this is actually good food, bro. Mm-hmm. This is actually good, and I like. I mean, their sauce I would say is almost like a knock, like another version of a cane sauce, bro. Yeah. But nonetheless, like, I really, I really enjoy, I enjoy Dave's, man. Yeah, I'm with that. I, I'm not going to wait in line for it. Uh, you know, if it's there, that one, I, it didn't have no line. And I was like, all right, bro, but I ain't going to wait in line. Yeah. The only spot I'll wait in line for is Pink's. I'll wait in line for Pink's is that in a, LA. Is that a hot dog? Oh, my is that, God. That's hot dog, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Really, Chris? Pink's what? Pink's hot dog. Chili oh, dogs, okay, my so, guy. So, look. So, I, I usually drive over there a lot, and I always see Pink's, but I, I've never stopped to get Next it, Next time, stop. Okay. Yeah, you pull it in there. Parking's good. They got, you know, a little parking lot. Pop yeah. in there. Bro, and everybody's been to Pink's. You look in there, everybody. Oh, name a celebrity. Name one celebrity right now. Who's the first person to pop in your mind? Drake. Ben DeCain. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Hold on now. You got to look on the wall, though, because they've had everybody. If, all right, here's the thing. It's Drake's fault if he hasn't been to Kane's. Yeah. That's how, like, yeah. Yeah. you go in there and, like, if you're if you're on the wall at Kane's, you're somebody. Uh, you start yeah. looking and you're Not like, for sure. oh, shit fucking elvis yeah. like you know what like yeah. those are the type of people that are on that mm. wall over there uh get you you know two chili dogs throw some bacon on it throw some cheese on mm. it man it's oh. thick good like and bro i don't care about none of the slander people have put on eating hot dogs bro i like hot dogs bro. oh i love chili I don't dogs care. i don't care yeah. i like hot dogs no, you man. like a good wiener is that what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> The glizzy. <laughs> the glizzy. Nah, bro. I, I, I try and maybe I won't eat it. Like, I haven't eaten a hot dog in public. I don't think ever. Okay. Like, I don't think I've ever gone to a place and I didn't go to no Wiener Schnitzel and get a hot dog or anything. Um, but at a, at a barbecue or like if my family barbecuing, I'll get a hot link and stuff. I'll eat. I'll eat it, bro. Like, hey, it's, okay. This is good food, man. I don't care what nobody say. No, hot dogs are fire, man. Let's see I don't here. Hear nobody say, man. What else we got, man? We done been going for a while. Yeah, even yeah. though we got a couple, I got a couple more things, and we'll wrap it up for, for sure. You on for there, sure, man. But what you uh, you got any summer plans or anything going on? 
Man, so Wait, so you'd never finished those after the door to door? Did you finish it? What? Oh, so the, after the door. So oh, now, yeah, you now said I'm seven, trying to do seven. Yeah, got you. So what's that process looking like? Um, bro, it's how much time you got on the. So right now, all I have to do is fill out some paperwork. They did my fingerprint scanning and stuff. I just have to now get my TB, get the TB st- testing where it's like a skin test or whatever. Um, then I have to do some training videos. And, and I think from the looks of it, bro, it's like a few hours, bro. Okay. It's like a few hours. So they were like, don't even worry about it. doing it in one day. You know, just take your time on it. And whenever you're done, just come back. When you're done with the paperwork, just come back. And then I think what I, I just don't know what that process is going to look like. Uh, I don't know. I don't see it of like me being assigned to a classroom and like now, hey, you guys, my name is, you know, uh, I, I, like yeah. now, now I'm having the thing like, all right, what's my name going to be? Is it going to be Mr. Chris or like, you know, no, Mr. Sanifer? Be I don't know. You better be having them kids call you sir. Sir? <laughs> you tell me it's sir to you, young man. No, for right? sure. No, we're not doing no, hey, bro, what's up, bro? No, nah, none of that, bro. None of that. None of that. Bro, if I was a sub, I'd take attendance and just put a movie on. Like, put, oh, put a man. movie on. And that makes me think, I'm like, all right. They asked me. They asked me certain stuff during the interview where I'm like, "All right, I know I've experienced some subs in my my school days. What you're asking me, I don't think they had any of this any of this stuff or did any of this stuff. They didn't have no discipline, no discipline checklist or you know approach to subbing a class. They didn't have no um, lessons in ta- or in place or none." Like you just said, yeah. they come, put on a movie, and then, hey, just be quiet. Or, hey, I better not see your phone. Just enjoy the movie. Like, bro, what? And you asking me questions where I'm like, all right, is it more than just subbing? Like, what am what am I getting into? But nonetheless, hey, bro, I'm, I'm excited about the experience. I'm, expired, I'm excited about the journey that I'm on now. So um, I'm not going to put – I'm not going to allow fear or the unknown stop me from – what what was about to go on, man? Yeah, hey, I got a funny fingerprint story because I obviously was doing my stuff here for um for New York Life. Yeah, and it was this old Asian guy. I showed up like my appointment was at nine o five a.m. or something. You know, I showed up at like nine or something like that. Yeah. He's like, hey, "You here for the fingerprint?" And I was like, "Hell yeah, that's me." And he's like, "All right, come over." And he like dusted it off. You know, how they like wipe everything. Yeah. But he's a pro. He's he's an OG in the fingerprint machine yeah. game. You could tell he was really like knew what was going on. Mm. And he grabbed my hand. He did like the first three or whatever. Something happened with. First of all, my fingers are so jacked up. They're not. They're just not flexible from lifting weights from all the throws from yeah. ba- football bat like everything hitting it like they don't like i can't like you, i flip you, i'm doing gang signs every dang, time i pick dang. my nose or something yeah. so he's trying to like bend my fingers in a way that they don't really go they just don't stay put you mm-hmm. can put them there but it fling like i can't i don't have much dexterity but i got a lot of power if i grab you it's a wrap mm-hmm. you know but like i just don't have the finger dexterity yeah and he's grabbing it and it was like you know like check mark check mark check mark and then it was like da-ding and he's like, oh, do that again. Da-dink. Oh, do it again. Da-dink. And then he's like looking at my hands and he's like, oh, you got big, big, strong hands. Like yeah. he was lucky having a moment with my hands. And I was like, all right, you freak. Like, knock hey, it was, off. Yeah. He was getting a little. He was getting oh, hella man. sus. Oh. Yeah. Because a little guy, he was like, oh, big, you know, big, strong, like meaty, meaty hands or meaty something like that. And I was like, bro. Wow. And then he like wiped it or whatever, did and was like, green light. And then he was like, all right, you're done. I was like, that's it. All right. But it was just funny. It was kind of an awkward moment that we didn't need to have yeah, him yeah, like yeah. examining my fingers and stuff. But And you know, in his profession, maybe that's something they really do appreciate or like that's something they look out for. That's like a fingerprint. Abnormal, I don't know. I don't, yeah, hey. thing. I don't know, man. 
Hey, bro. Well, I got one more question for you before we close it out. Appreciate but, you coming on. I hope you had a good time. Man, I love I love this, man. Like, even I don't know what it is about a podcast, but maybe it just it just makes you like speak on things that maybe hey you just don't speak on on a regular basis or, um, and so I I, I really like being able to come on here or any podcast really and just be able to talk and um i feel like just as much as i'm speaking on my experiences and my vulnerability or whatever like i i feel like you're doing the same so it's yeah. really like a like an open open discussion and we just allowing whoever's gonna listen to it in on our conversation so yeah i appreciate it no man. that's the best and like the cool thing about podcasts is like i'm not asking it's a supplement I'm not asking somebody to stop what you're doing and mm -hmm. sit in a quiet space and listen to the podcast. The goal of this show is if we can maybe make your work shift a little bit better or your drive sitting in traffic maybe a little bit better, maybe yep. get a couple laughs, maybe get a couple like, huh, I didn't think about that before. Like, mm -hmm. man, I man, I fucking hate Chick-fil-A too, you know, mm -hmm. or something like, or I love this. Like, yeah. that's that's really my goal here and that's the community that we're trying to bring together and like... Like I said, man, you're always welcome here, podcast-related, unpodcast-related, man. Yeah. I expect you and your girl to be coming through for some dinner sometime soon. Bro, you know? so, hey, hey we're going to set that up, bro. Yeah, man. We're going to set that up. Open-door policy, man. People are... Well, you get past Kino. You get, you know, yeah. open-door policy <laughs> plus that. If you get past that, you're good, man. But my last question is, who is somebody that you would like to see on the podcast Maybe hopefully in a local area that we can invite on and have sit in the same chair you're sitting in. Mm. You got anybody that you can think of? I think you should have. I think somebody who's just very interesting to me because we went to the same high school, we went to the same community college, we did the same a lot of the same things. My my homie uh, my homie Jaden, okay. Jaden. I don't know if you may or may not know him. I gotta see a picture. Jadon, um, he so he like I said, he ran track and everything. He went to Cerritos. He's real familiar with like Jones, Rich, and all that. But I, I I admire his journey because like I said, we it almost seems like we have the same journey. But like he went like he went to USC. I went to UCLA. Um, but you know how he moves, what he's like. Maybe I don't I don't know exactly what he does in life, but like just something about him. Was he I, running the four? He was or the hurdles four hundred hurdles. I know you're talking about. Yep, four hundred hurdles. I remember? Yep. Yeah. So like, just I I don't know. I would love to know. I don't have that personal. I don't have those personal talks with him like that. Like we're real cool. Don't get me wrong. Like we're really cool. I I you know, I see him as like a, a like a big bro. Like he ain't he ain't big bro in me. Don't get me wrong. He ain't like. But I do look up to bro. I do think like. He's a good dude, a good outstanding dude, you know what I mean? And, you know, I would like for you to have him on here just so, like, you can ask him questions where, hey, maybe he'll open up, maybe not. But, hey, it's I think it would be worth a shot, you feel me? So I, I can yeah. shoot you his Instagram. I can shoot you his information or something. Yeah, that can. would be awesome. And it is kind of funny that, like, a lot of dudes just with our backgrounds almost have to have an excuse to, like, mm -hmm. sit down and chat. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing if I go, it's very, very natural to go, like, hey, yo, come over for the podcast yeah. and talk, and you're like, okay, we're doing a thing, right? Versus if I was like, hey, man, come sit down in the chair, look me in my eyes, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk for an hour and 20 minutes or an hour and a is half that, or something. I know, dude, time wow. flies on the pod here. Wow, you don't, okay. You don't even feel it. It just happens. Ooh, you know? I like that. All right. So, yeah, it's a, we got a good one here, but I'll definitely – be reaching out to him soon and if you think about anybody else you know on the car ride home As a matter of fact when i mentioned the homie 
um, the first podcast I was on. So his name's Cody KP More Than a Voice. I would I would love for you to have him on here too. Just okay, so is he, he can... LA guy or yeah he he he's like he's in our uh, uh, Cerritos. Okay, perfect. Cerritos. So he's bro nearby. Um, it would be really cool for y'all to collab on like a a podcast episode where because he bro he's a talker man he he can talk and just like. You know, if you ask him questions, he'll get deep. He, he's not afraid to get deep about a, a conversation or just a, a, a topic or anything. So I think it, it would also be a really good episode um, for, for your podcast, man. Dude, I'm like, with that, man. You got any closing thoughts? Anything you want to say to the people? <clears throat> closing thoughts, man. Yeah. You know, I, I had a I had an idea of, like, what I was going to come in here with about, like, w- just what I was going to speak on or what I was going to stand on in this podcast and... Maybe and what what I've been reading on a lot in, in, in my devotional books that I read every morning with my girl and stuff like you know we're trying to bounce I'm I'm trying to bounce back from a setback that I or a setback that I feel like I I had um, and I really just encourage a lot of people like if you're in your if you're in a state where you feel like you're set in a setback or you feel like you're in a slump or just in a place where you you feel like you shouldn't be at. You feel like you're maybe not achieving as much as you should be, or you're just not at a level where you want to be. I just encourage you to like not 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 allow it to consume you. Like like things like that are gonna happen. There's th- there's gonna be moments where you're gonna slip up. There's gonna be moments where the unexpected just happens. And I just really encourage everybody if y'all li- like if y'all listening like really stick on to what. Maybe just your original plan that you had, and if not, if your original plan is not really working out, and you see no no progress in it, hey, pivot and and put in the time that you need to, so you can bounce back. Hey, that's it, man. That's natural thoughts and talks. We'll catch you guys on another episode. Thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys later. Thank you for having me.